My question is, what do we do about Taiwan? Let's just put it like, oh, okay, okay. could Taiwan yeah, yeah. be the impetus for a third world war? Like if we, if we say, no, you will not have Taiwan, and they say, yes, we will have Taiwan, and now we go to war, yeah. and then our allies join, and their allies join. And oh, then, yeah, that's World War Three. I see that. Yeah, and it, it, it would be nuclear and horrific. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Um, and so we have to make decisions, right? Yeah. And our, our government has to make decisions. Right. Uh, well, just simply compare, compare their leadership and ours. I'm William. I'm Dave. Dave is my pastor. Willie is a hospice chaplain. And we've been friends for more than 20 years. We've had thousands of conversations about things that matter and things that don't. So now we're inviting you to join in. Each week we pull a topic out of the hopper and talk about it. This is the Hopper Podcast. Another Hopper Podcast. Welcome, welcome. Hey, Willie, what was your favorite Christmas present as a child? That you received. Yeah, that's a great question. I think the the gift that was the most important to me, if I can put it that way, was when I was a teenager, my parents, early teenager, I think, my parents got me a stereo system with two tape decks oh. and a record player. You were scratching records? And, yeah, like that. And so, and when I got it, though, I thought, what in the world is this? I don't listen to music. This is... Like, what am I going to do? Listen to the radio? Thanks, Mom and Dad. All right. I, that's the big one. I can see. Okay. What a crappy that's Christmas. The big one. What a crappy Christmas. But that opened up the world of music to me. And I started okay. listening to Johnny Cash. And I started listening to... Have a very crappy Christmas. <laughs> no, but it was so important. And music has become mm-hmm. such a huge part of my life. And I did not know that it was going to. And maybe they didn't either. But they were kind of guessed like, okay, he's about the right age that we want to get him into music. And I started listening to some of my dad's records and started collecting and finding my own music. And uh, would just listen to music in my room. Oh, it was so, so important. Uh, actually, turned out to be a phenomenal gift. Yeah. How about you? What was your what was your best Christmas gift? As a kid? I think I was most excited about an Atari game system because mm-hmm. I remember um, my uncle got Pong. I thought oh, yeah. was amazing. Uh-huh. Yeah, sure. It and was. then Atari came out. Of course, you look at Atari now, you're like, oh, this is chintzy. I mean, just but it was it was hot at the time, man. It was the thing to have. So, what games did you have on the Atari? Uh, we had Kaboom. Uh-huh. That was a good one. Yeah, it was. We had Pac Man and yeah. the the war, the the tank one. Uh, combat. Combat. That's uh-huh. it. Um, yeah, Space Invaders was probably my favorite. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, it, it, how long has it been since you played those games? Oh, a long, long, long time. Would you like to play again? You have one of those... Uh, I have a little controller that yeah. I got uh, some years ago now that has a whole bunch of those games in a tiny little controller. You just got to hook it up to... It. They're fun. They're fun. Yeah, yeah. I, I was. I thought about that. Yeah. Just get a whole bunch of arcade games that you can play with, uh, you know, on the TV or something. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, we found one at a yard sale once, and uh, it had uh, Phoenix and Space Invaders. Okay. And a couple other, you know, no-namers or... Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And, um, and so I introduced it to... My children. Uh-huh. So this this is kind of video games that I played yeah, when I was right. a boy, and uh, and it's got the old school joystick uh-huh. and button. That's uh-huh. how. That's how. I can't do this new with controllers. Right. Man. I've never made right, the transition. Right, right. I'm just too old for that. Um, Gen Xers, man, we don't play with those controllers. No, we don't. <laughs> 
Well, so, I don't know if it's Gen X. People like you and me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when I went to college, video games, you know, they disappeared for me. Totally. Um, yeah. That, that, yeah. That, uh, and so, yeah, but I played Space Invaders recently and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. What about your worst? You remember? So maybe that was your best and your worst, that stereo system. I don't well, know. Well, maybe. No, no, I wouldn't say it's my worst. Um, I've gotten some pretty crappy gifts. <laughs> a very crappy Christmas. There it is. It's the worst time of the, the year. year. <laughs> oh, you know, also growing up, when uh, my the tradition in my family is that we have a big Christmas. There's lots and lots of presents. However, what that means is that there's a lot of presents that are just like, oh yeah, shampoo every year oh, yeah. for sure. The same for us. Yeah. Yeah. And so there's a bunch of those. Like, okay, another pair of socks. <laughs> Come on. All right. All right. Yeah. Uh, my my dad's mom was was very poor, and she gave me a pack of socks every year. That was the the one gift I got from her for the whole year was a mm. a pack of white tube socks. Yeah. And honestly, I was grateful to have them because by then I I trashed sure. my socks so badly. Yes, you know I was like, oh yeah, I got my socks. Yeah, yeah. Um, and people liked wearing big socks back then with stripes on them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I remember getting a shirt once. Okay. Okay. So it was it was a birthday present, not a Christmas present. I see. And uh, they they gave me a package. I was so excited, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, I wasn't expecting a gift. Um, mm-hmm. Here's this gift. Okay. And I open it, and I I think my face was all lit up, and it was a shirt that was made of terry cloth. What? Now, you know what terry cloth is, right? Yeah, that's it's like a, a bath towel. Basically, like a bath towel that they yeah. made into a shirt. Well, th- this had its horrible. <laughs> it had its heyday back when we were we were kids. Yeah, it that had like this moment. Familiar. Yeah, yeah, and for I had like a month or something. <laughs> it didn't last long. Well, this was at the tail end. I had already had like a terry cloth shirt, and it, <laughs> it was on sale. Yeah, and I was like, nobody was buying yeah. it. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I'm kind of done with the terry cloth shirt. And then I got, you know, I opened it and it's a terry cloth shirt. Yeah. And I think my whole countenance just like fell like a right, rock. Right, right. And they're like, what's wrong? You don't like it? And I was like, oh no, it's fine. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, inside I was dying like, this is crap. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh boy. Yeah, I, we, I've gotten a bunch of those kinds you of know, things. You know, it's, oh gosh, ungrateful. Ungrateful little Ungrateful. kids. Yes, 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 Ingrate, yes. Ingrate, as I was thinking. Uh, you ingrate. Um, well, have you got a topic for us that I is- I do. Uh, uh, yeah, I want to talk about uh, China. Okay. I think it's, honestly, it, it, it puts everything else in a backseat in my mind. Um, okay. So I was curious what's going on with, with Taiwan here recently in the mm-hmm. news. And I, mm-hmm. I got on the internet and I looked at some videos and okay. I read a few articles. And, yeah. Um, and I was, uh, as I was learning, I was rather alarmed okay. of what I think I've known for a long time now. I mean, years ago, I told my kids, hey, you guys, you want to learn a foreign language, you should learn Chinese. Sure. So when they take over the world, you can have a job mm-hmm. because what they'll do to me is they'll throw me in a salt mine sure. and just work yeah. me to death because yeah. I won't be able to speak Chinese. Okay. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm past that point. Yeah. And it was kind of a joke, but yeah. not exactly a joke. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so it, it's upon us now. Uh, okay. China has risen yes. with extreme speed and efficiency. Mm. Um, this is what can happen when you have a totalitarian government yes. and you have 1.4 billion people. Mm. Mm. And uh, so when we were growing up, 
China did not have a lot of power. It was mm. very small. Yes. Uh, it, on the world theater. On the world theater. Yeah. But it, I mean, it, it's a big nation. It's a it, big nation. It's it, about it the size has, of the yeah. U.S. Yeah. Uh, if you include Alaska, uh, it's about the same size, mm -hmm. uh, but it has far more people. Oh, yeah. So when we were growing up, 90% of them lived below extreme poverty. Mm -hmm. uh, today, mm -hmm. 99% are above the poverty line. That's more than the United States, isn't it? Absolutely more than the United States. Far above the United States. Wow. So that that is the most dramatic I change that. that I think I've ever seen in history. Um, that a nation, other than like some sort of outright military conquest, um, has risen to that power, that well, level of economic strength in a short amount of time. I'm not sure exactly where you're going, but I want to stop right there and yeah. say, that is a wonderful, glorious, blessed thing that so many people are Absolutely. out of poverty. Absolutely, I, I, the, the, the economic development of anyone, bringing them up yes. so that they can uh, live in justice is absolutely a wonderful thing. It should be celebrated by everybody. I agree. I do, however, think that a lot of this is because they view people, their own people, as expendable. Okay. And there have been, people have just grinded in some sweatshop their entire lives, mm. and their children have grinded in a sweatshop their entire lives. Okay. And because of all of this mass of people working, 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 mm -hmm. it's been able to lift its society. And maybe that's the way it had to happen. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not saying that's uh, all wrong. Um, mm -hmm. I don't, you know, maybe that's, that's the hand that was dealt them and they had to do that. Um, it, it does say something about us, which I'll get to. Okay. Um, maybe it'll be a, a, a topic for the hopper. Maybe we'll kick it down the road. Okay. Um, but let me continue with what I've learned about China. Okay. Sure. Um, right now it's the second leading world economy after our own, after yeah, the dollar. I, think, I knew that. Mm -hmm. Well, it's, it's going to take over very soon. It looks hmm. to be the case hmm. because they have such a workforce and because they are working so hard. And what are we doing? You know, we, we all want to retire. We all want to get rich quick. We all want to uh, play games. Uh, you know, there, there's all this economy and things like the metaverse. Uh, you know, who's going to buy land in cyberspace? Mm. Uh, what businesses will be available in cyberspace? Mm. And it's, it's all artificial. Mm -hmm. It's not producing anything. It's not generating a product. It's not mm -hmm. benefiting society. It's actually taking people out of society and putting mm -hmm. them into a false realm. Mm -hmm. uh, another topic for the hopper. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Just, you know, what's going on with, with uh, Facebook and social media and, and the metaverse um, and their, their plans and our, and our addictions to them. Um, so just look at our nation and look at theirs. They are grinding it out. They have uh, the the ability to build buildings to fix infrastructure with incredible speed. Yeah, I've heard that. What would take us years to build, they can do in in a week. Mm -hmm. Literally, it's amazing. Yeah, I've what, heard that. What they can do, um, and so they are rising so fast and so comprehensively. It begs the question: How long until the ruling power, which is us, mm -hmm. the United States United and the States. West? Mm -hmm. Um, uh, feels that war is the answer mm. uh, because they have uh, one of these, I was looking at a TED talk of a guy who has uh, studied this mm -hmm. and there have been like 16 cases 
uh, where there was a rising power and the, the ruling power felt threatened and 12 of those ended with war. Mm. 12 out of 16 when that was the case. And it was often, it said it wasn't either one of the parties that wanted the war. Mm. It was often a third party. It was some third incident that, that made that happen. Mm. The tensions were just there between mm-hmm. the rising power and the ruling power. Mm. And of course, the ruling power is, has the fear, right? Mm-hmm. So just, I'm, I'm talking about China right now, and I'm sure there are people listening, and they're, they're afraid. Okay. They're afraid because they don't know uh, that Chinese is different. You know, the China government, uh, the Chinese government is different. It's, it's, uh, it's different. Yeah. It's, uh, it's communist. Mm-hmm. Uh, we yes. still have pictures of people being uh, run over by tanks yes. in our head. And, yes. you know, that, that kind of regime we don't want. Uh, Democracies do not want to be ruled in that way at all. Absolutely. Right. Uh, and so there is fear uh, and concern. Is war inevitable? Is kind of the question. Mm. How will we handle the fact that their economy is going to be bigger than ours very soon? Mm-hmm. Um, what's going to happen when they start exerting their power in the world theater? And Taiwan is a perfect example. Hmm. So the, I don't know all the history, um, uh, but the Chinese claim Taiwan is theirs. Taiwan is a uh, an island off the mainland of China that is a democracy currently. Hong Kong is the capital. Um, and they do not want to go back to totalitarian rule. Mm-hmm. They don't want that at all. Mm-hmm. But currently, Taiwan is not recognized by the UN. Only, I think, 19 countries recognize it as its own country. Mm. And so it's sort of a arguable place. Yeah, China feels they have a right to it. Mm-hmm. Now look at their, their population, their military might. Mm-hmm. I just saw one of the articles was about the Chinese ballistic missiles are far superior to ours Mm. and that in their latest display of their missile power, our intelligence community said, we have no idea how they're doing this. Mm. Um, So their technology is advancing. Mm -hmm. Their their economy, which of course can fund all this. Yes. Their workforce of 1.4 billion people. Yes. The totalitarian, this is how you're going to do it. This is the way we're going to have it done. Mm -hmm. Um, It is just a machine. That is that is booming, and they have. So, what are their intentions? They've already made it clear that they want to be the world economic leader. Okay, they want to be the world leader in technology and infrastructure, like uh, internet networks and sure, and sure. all of those things. And then, by uh, within our lifetime, if mm-hmm. we live to, to our life expectancy, mm-hmm. um, they want to have world domination. Uh, not necessarily like we want to make everyone under Chinese rule. Okay, but they want to be the world leader in everything. Sure. Okay. Uh, and it looks like they can do it. Yeah, yeah. It looks like they can do it. And so the question is, how are we going to respond? What ought we to do? I wish I could wave a wand and say, everyone in the country is going to start working real hard. Yeah. You know, like everyone in the country is going to stop piddling around uh, and and produce something that helps our, our GMP, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to, uh, we're going to, pay our taxes and we're not going to waste that money mm-hmm. on a bunch of programs that don't work. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's just so many things I would want to do yeah. to keep America strong and healthy yeah. and democracy strong and yes. healthy. Yes. But at the same time, uh, I know that war would be a huge mistake. I agree with you there. Um, it could be not only the third world war, it could be, uh, you know, one of the Chinese uh, spokespeople was saying it would be Armageddon. It would be Armageddon. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want peace, but we also want Taiwan. Mm-hmm. And if you if you fight us over Taiwan, 
this could turn nuclear, it could turn mm. ugly, it mm. could be Armageddon. Mm. Um, and that that could be uh, bluffing, you know, could be a lot of, of bolstering of power that maybe they don't have, but they certainly are presenting themselves as ready to roll. Mm-hmm. Let me build that case a little bit further for okay. you. Okay. They have um, built relationships with lots of third world countries. Mm-hmm. They are, in many ways, the champion of the developing world. Mm. They're going into African countries, and they're helping build roads and infrastructure. They're making deals with them for land or for minerals and resources, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and they're using their workforce to get all that partnering done. Right. So that they have these these uh, they have land all over the world. Yes. They're doing this in Latin America, Mm -hmm. um, and Central America, and Africa, uh, all over Asia. They have an eye in every area of the globe, and it may be, you know, communism is uh, is a rule where they want it expanding and filling the earth. Mm-hmm. Um, they may have a way to do this legally, mm-hmm. just economically, mm-hmm. by by simply purchasing everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, that obviously is uh, is terrifying to uh, to Americans. Sure, you know. Yeah. Yeah, and so uh, we have to ponder that. What uh, their long game has a lot of patience. Uh, they're not indulgent mm-hmm. culturally. We are. We, fri- you know, we're frivolous with our money um, in, in some ways, and we're we're terrifically indulgent in others. And mm-hmm. um, yeah. I think we're mostly indulgent. I agree. Very entitled, especially. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, we we just don't have this kind of work ethic anymore. The Very builder, true. the builders of our, you know, that was the old generation. Mm-hmm. You know, um, that's what they called them. We called them the builders. Mm-hmm. They were, they they were, they were putting these infrastructures in place and yeah. and, and yeah. running a good post office. I mean, have you have you mailed something lately? Uh, no, I don't think I have. It's a slightly different story today. Mm-hmm. Uh, most people don't trust the mail anymore. Numerous times I've tried to do some sort of business transaction. They said, "Don't mail it." Don't mm. mail it. You have to wire it. Oh, it's thirty dollars. What? You, please don't mail it. Mm. Um, that was not the way it used to be. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so we are seeing the excess and the abundance and our fatness. Right? It's just like it's like Rocky and Apollo. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The young the young guy's hungry and he's working and he's doing he's putting in the time. The other guy is wealthy and famous and he's sure. getting, he's doing photo shoots and yeah. eventually Rocky will knock out Apollo. Mm-hmm. That's what happens. Mm-hmm. That's what's gonna happen here. Mm-hmm. Um, and the money, of course, is a is a big piece of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you can, when you have the world economy, you can leverage that. Yeah. When you have that kind of workforce that doesn't even have a right to say no, mm-hmm. right? They're, they're happy to have a job, and now they're getting paid, and they're out of poverty. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the turnaround is is dramatic, and you're right. That is impressive, and it should be celebrated, unless. The end game is world domination. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, the end game. So the motivation for that, sure, is not good. But I also, I want people to absolutely. not starve to death. Absolutely. Let's celebrate right. that. But isn't that not, that's not too far from where the United States was just after World War II, right? It's uh, where a ton of people came out of, so out of the Depression, and then World War II, kind of uh, shortly after that. Uh, where we went from a nation that was mostly in incredible poverty to a, a place where mostly we were not, and we're building the nation really fast. Right. And then we went to the moon. 
Right. Uh, literally. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> yeah. And, and nations rise and nations fall. I mean, yes. the, the British Empire was a massive, global, powerful empire. The sun never set on the British right. Empire. And now it's, uh, it is one of our allies, but it is kind of weak in the world stage. Okay. So I, responding to this, I can respond in a bunch of different ways. My first inclination is to respond as a Christian and to say, okay, uh, rather than an American, although I am an American, I have yeah, a response yeah. there. But as a Christian, I say, okay, uh, yeah, that this doesn't really surprise me. I see this in... Uh, the biblical record of history, as well as the right. predictions in the book of Revelation about just how the world works. Nations rise and nations fall, and it looks to me, from what you're saying and from my own observations, that as a nation, the Ameri- United States is falling. We've ha- we're past our peak, and that doesn't really bother me that much. Uh-huh. Because I, as a Christian, I, I am called to be faithful in whatever place I am. Now, as an American, I've got kind of a different response, and that is I, I think especially democracy is really, really good, but I, I don't want to kill Chinese people right. in order to, uh, to assert our dominance in the world, which is what America has been doing for a very long time. Right. I don't like that, but I do think democracy is much better than communism. I do too. Yeah. Um, in this case, it it is demonstrating that uh, that democracy it appears inevitably leads to a selfish entitlement, a lack of work, um, you know, this sort of overindulgence. Whereas uh, uh, the communism is, I mean, to 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 take ninety percent of your population that's below extreme poverty mm-hmm. and move it to ninety nine percent above the poverty yeah. line is amazing. It's amazing. Only only I think a communist country could do that maybe. I don't know. A totalitarian government. Yeah. Um so yeah, that's uh I'm wrestling with that as well. Um I I want democracy, absolutely. Yes. I don't I don't want and that's that's the fear, right? Is that somehow democracy will will take a back seat. Um and even our own country and other countries, and so that so here's here's the question. Okay, um, Taiwan, mm-hmm. do we defend it or do we not? Do we let them have it, um, even though Taiwan doesn't want anything to do with them, and they're trying to recognize themselves as their own country? And 19 countries say they are. Um, what do we do now? Say China tomorrow goes in there with military force and seizes Taiwan, uh, which would overwhelm them. Mm-hmm. Are we going to come to their aid? And if we if we don't, then we've let them we've let them uh, be an imperialist power. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and the question is, where will we draw that line next time? Mm-hmm. Well, North Korea, uh, you know, mm-hmm. Vietnam, uh, you know, where, where what would be their next interest that we would? Is that going to be it? Well, that, are they going to be happy with Taiwan? Is that it? <laughs> no, you know? of course not. <laughs> Of course not. Um, but the way the British Empire was not happy with, you know, when they got the first few things and the United States also is, uh, okay, um, of course they're not going to be satisfied with that. But that also sounds almost like the exact same question, just with different n- nation titles in, in the nation, as when we went to Vietnam and Korea, yeah, right, and got mired in those places. We're not going to let communism go any past this. We've got to stop them there. And we all, we all look back on, on, especially Vietnam, and say, this was a total waste. 
We're not doing that again. Do we? I think so. What did we do I there? Uh, I need a historian. Well, look at Vietnam. I and mean, we have, uh, that's, you're talking about Vietnam. Uh, look at South Korea. South mm-hmm. Korea is a free country. Sure, yes. Um, and we, you know, there are lots of ally, uh, we have Christians who are uh, doing wonderful <laughs> things in South Korea. Um, we're allies with them. It's a democracy. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. I'm not, I'm not a big historian, so I'm not sure I can answer that or I can agree with that. Okay. Um, that, that there was no, there, there, there wasn't a time for that to try to contain communism when it was trying to spread so voraciously. Uh, maybe we did succeed in that in some way, even though Vietnam we largely see as a failure. Um, yeah, I I'm, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure either. But I know that yeah, Vietnam we largely see as a failure, and I'm not sure that what we did was that helpful. I think it's similar to what we did have done in Afghanistan. Like I, I, it's not. I want to stop the spread of of uh, terrorist Islam or terrorist anybody, right? Right. right. Um, but I'm not sure that we did that. In fact, I think we made it worse in Afghanistan. Well, look at the uh, USSR. I mean, that collapsed when we were in high school. Sure, yeah. We were growing up with yeah. Red Dawn and the That's thought of right. war with Russia, and Russia right. was was taking over. Yes. Uh, you know, Belarus, Ukraine. Uh, yes, you know, yes, yes. It, it, it was looking to spread and dominate. Uh-huh. And we economically, in the Cold War, uh, won that battle. Yes. And I think that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Yeah. I mean, I don't want I don't want the Russians ruling us or or taking over our neighbors, our allies, or mm-hmm. uh, any more than than they're, they're stay in your spot, right? Yeah. Stay in your lane. Yeah. And so that's the same question we have here: um, Are we going to allow this to happen? I think it was I think it was uh, Washington. I'm not sure. One of our founder founding fathers said that democracy can only this is a paraphrase. Democracy can only work if the people are people of character. Probably men. If the men, because <laughs> only men could vote at the time, are are um, full of character, and I think what we've got is a democracy and a basically open economy, a fairly open economy, um, has it, almost inevitably leads to decadence, in which case character mm-hmm. is gone. And so now, with a, like you say, we're not working, we're not men and women of valor, the way that I think that we used to be. And okay, so that's the way I think that's the way of things, isn't it? Can you see it going a different direction? Um, well, no, I mean, that's not, I guess that's not my question. Oh, okay. um, I agree with you there. My question is, what do we do about Taiwan? Let's just put it like, oh, okay, okay, could Taiwan yeah, yeah. be the impetus for a third world war? Like, if we, if we say, no, you will not have Taiwan, and they say, yes, we will have Taiwan, and now we go to war. Yeah, and then our allies join, and their allies join. And oh, then, yeah, that's World War Three. I see that. Yeah, and it, it it would be nuclear and horrific. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Um, and so we have to make decisions, right? Yeah. And our our government has to make decisions, right? Uh, well, just simply compare compare their leadership and ours. Okay. I mean, their president is very super capable. Mm-hmm. He is a man on a mission oh, yeah. with vision and yes. and intelligence and resources. Yes. Um, and uh, we have what we we have Donald Trump. Um, who was a clearly sexist and racist and, yes. um, you know, uh, kind of an anomaly to our whole political system. Uh, yes. And and which is another topic for the hopper, the rise okay. of Donald Trump and how why we think that, uh, you know, I have other ideas than, than Jesus and John Wayne okay. uh, as to why Donald Trump came to power. I'm writing it down. Yeah. Rise um, of Donald Trump. What, is, what, what yeah. happened there? And, and, and then what we have now, we have a dusty old man. Yes, that's, that, that no yeah. one... Uh, 
thinks is a is doing a good job. Yeah. So we have a guy who's tough on China and Donald Trump, but he's also got that American machismo, sort, yeah, toxic sort, masculinity kind of. Yeah. You know, right. well, we're better than the Chinese. You know, bigly. His, we're bigly his, better. Right. That, well, I, I want to dispute a little bit because his language was tough, was very tough on China, but his policies were not, not at all. And that's, I think that's actually fairly typical of Donald Trump that his, his words and his actions did not match up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, yes. But I compared through, to Biden, you think he's probably tougher? Uh, yeah, that's probably true. Yeah. That's probably true. Um, and so, uh, but I don't I'm not know, sure I don't know tougher is the answer. Exactly. That's what I was about to yeah. say is I'm not sure that's a better. This is where I see uh, it's kind of like reading the writing on the wall. It's like this looks like an inevitable machine that cannot be stopped. And it's just a matter of time. They can grind out this patiently. They have the resources. Like I said, they have the, the leadership. They have the workforce. They have the mindset to do this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they've already done so dramatically, uh, you know, wonderful things in their own country. Yes. And they're looking globally. Yes. They want to be the world leader. Yeah. And, and they're going to get there. Yeah. How are we? Are we going to be like the British Empire that 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 starts to um, remove ourselves from colonization mm-hmm. and allows local governments to take over and mm-hmm. tries to do that in a way that is that is helpful and peaceful mm-hmm. and kind of reserve back to, you know, our, our, our lower status. Right. Which, for, again, 12 out of 16 times, the rising power has threatened the ruling power is in it in war mm-hmm. because the ruling power does not like to be displaced and i i would be saying let's avoid war i would too yeah i would too for sure and uh, I, I want to ex- if i could put it this way i can be proud to be an american and if we want i think if we want to preserve democracy and the american way whatever that means uh avoiding war is a good idea avoiding war and Building our our relationships, yes, yes both yes, yes. with allies and with China. Yes, I think our economies need to be so integrated I agree. that for them to destroy us or to go to war with us would be so detrimental to their own way of life. That makes perfect sense. I think that we need to work harder. Yes, I think we need to worry about a gross national product okay. and 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 you know like getting our people to work, uh, not paying you know the, the government and its COVID regulations and and uh you know the payouts uh has has left more people not wanting to work mm-hmm. um that stuff doesn't work i mean this that's not that's it's not, not helpful, helpful. No, yeah. i hear you i hear you we need to be people who say uh we need to build mm-hmm. we need to invest in our communities we don't do that anymore we're mm-hmm. we're the lorax mm-hmm. we're the we're the get an idea and go in shark tank and make a million bucks and and call it quits yeah live the good life that is america right now right yeah it's it in me is it in you yeah, sure. I, uh, yeah, it is totally in me. I can't wait till I retire. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sort of it's in me, but but no, I maybe not as much as as it is I see in lots of other people. I feel that, but it's not my it's not my primary drive. Yeah. The way I do think it is for lots of people. Yeah. Yeah, we need to get to work. Oh, we, we need to build uh, our, our infrastructure. We need to build our communities. We need to build our relationships globally. We need to to work on our economy. We need to to stay a key player, even if we lose our spot as head head honcho. Yeah, we, we most certainly should not have the American machismo and the arrogance that could get us in real trouble. That makes perfect sense to me. Yes, real trouble. And so, uh, I personally, when it comes to Taiwan, yeah, what do you think? I I. Hmm. I could be wrong about this, and I go back and forth because I, I hear the point. Like, when is it enough? Okay, I think it. I think with Taiwan, I would let it go. Mm-hmm. I would. I would say we're so sorry. 
to uh, to Taipan and our Taiwanese uh, people and and mm-hmm. you know allies mm-hmm. in that country. Mm-hmm. But uh, I would probably uh, if I would not let it go until China, you know, draw. You know, they they made it happen. Okay. They they've occupied it. They've militarily taken over it, and now we've got to make a decision. Mm-hmm. Then I would say, uh, okay, you can have that, but no more, okay. no mas. Uh, in any other country that's recognized by the UN, mm-hmm. I would be, begin to do the diplomacy at the UN to say this has got to be it. Right? They've taken, they've, they've claimed that island for a long time. It hasn't been recognized by most countries. They've now taken it back. Um, they've, they've exerted enough power. Yeah. Uh, but I could be totally wrong about that. I hear what you're saying, and but what you're saying is in lots of ways. It, it seems to me not the American way. The American way is military force. Yeah, like, hey, you're not going to do this, and we're the boss, we're, we're the big good. dog here, and we're going to make sure, and, and we think you're bluffing, and we're going to we're going to push you back down because, and it, there was a quote from an Australian, okay, that really shook me, uh, a former general or something. He he is very convinced that war is three to ten years away, mm-hmm. um, and he said it is uh, a it's a naive faith that he was talking about Australians have that uh, the American military power is infinite. Mm. And it's not. I agree. Um, it isn't. And especially if they, we, what technologies do they have that we don't know about yet? Right. Um, and I don't want to be speaking out of fear, but I don't want to be speaking out of machismo and arrogance. Sure. And uh, you know, hey, we're we're the boss of the world. We're going to tell you what's you know. If we say no to Taiwan, then by golly, that's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I think that could lead us into a very dangerous place. But I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I hope someone at the highest levels has a really good read on how much of this is bluff and bluster from the Chinese and how much of this is, because it appears to me that it's fully legit. Yeah. That they've got the pieces in place. And uh, if not now, it's just a matter of time. Mm-hmm. They're going to have that island. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why. I think that's that, that's scary to me that they would that there's any imperial thought still out there of who's going to take over what nation. Can't we just kind of keep the boundaries where they are? Where they are yeah. can't, can't we just do that? Can we agree as a globe to just keep all the boundaries where they are and try to help each other develop our economies, you know, and support each other? Can we please do that? Can we please keep peace? Why do we have to, but the whole island does not want Chinese rule. Mm-hmm. Doesn't that say something to the Chinese? You know, why, why are you insisting is it like this uh, age-old, that used to be our island, and by golly, we have to have it back? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. No one there wants Chinese rule. No one in the world wants China to take Taiwan, except China. Yeah, but that's part... When you get that much power, uh, then what you have to assert it. Not have to. That's, that is the sinfulness of the human right. heart. Well, that's what I'm concerned about. That's why some people say no. You got to draw a line right here and now. You got to keep China in its own borders right here and now. Mm-hmm. And then I say, okay, well then we need to be a lot more thoughtful about allowing them uh, to trade and to buy land all over the world and mm-hmm. to influence uh, all these third world countries and make you know we got to be aware of this and we need to be active. Mm-hmm. And we got to stop playing in the metaverse and we've got to we've got to go to work. We got to make some you know. It sounds to me like what you're suggesting. And I agree with you. Is all things that Christians uh, have been saying for thousands of years, namely, uh, God created us to work, 
and to invest in our communities and to build shalom right. uh, and to you know to have dominion over the world, not dominate, but to have dominion and to cultivate and to do all these things without retiring, without uh, you know living in a fantasy land, that kind of thing, and and then also that. Uh, Christians have been saying for years and years that force and fighting and might is not the way to uh, move into the world, but rather it's through peace and through negotiation and through uh, relationship relationship and and common understanding and building bridges rather than burning them down. And Okay, so if we can get back to that, I'm all for it. The first thing I would want to do is I would want to hear the Chinese articulate very clearly why they want Taiwan. Yeah. Um, so when you researched, you didn't really come across that? Uh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would want to know exactly why. Yeah. And, and it might be just for sinful reasons. Hey, uh, we, we can do it, and we're going to, just because we want right. to. And, but we would smell that out, right? I mean, they would. They, their answer would be opaque and... Sure. Maybe yeah. that's why they haven't said much. But maybe, uh, maybe there might be a good reason. Well, I don't know if there's a good reason, but there might be a, a more nuanced reason, at least. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It's... Um, it definitely uh, it, it shakes me up. Um, just the thought that the U.S. could soon be out of its place, out of its role, and that its its mm-hmm. uh, its empire, so to speak, yeah. has uh, the the dawn as and the day has has gone forth, and now it's in dusk, and you know it's entering into a, a decline. That shakes you up. Uh well, it's um it's somewhat discombobulating because it's not um, known, right? I, it's not I, I comfortable. Suppose. It's not easy. And it could result, I mean, there's a lot of evil in yes, the world. Yes, yes, yes. That if uh, democracy is, I think, the best form of government to try to keep evil in check. I mean, would you would you want to live in some African country where there's a king? Um, no. No. No, 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 you no, would. no, no, no. Right. No. Um, by the way, this is going to lead me right into another topic, which is cryptocurrency. Okay. And, I'm going to write that one yeah, down. Uh, another topic for the hopper, because, you know, China has outlawed cryptocurrency hmm. because cryptocurrency is putting power in the hands of the people. Yes. And they want con- complete control. Yes. That they can they have an agenda. I just that makes me unsettled and uncomfortable. Sure. Right? The I believe the US has done uh, some really great humanitarian things in the world. Has the US exerted its power in an evil way? Yes, I think it has. Yeah. I don't think that we get the full story there. I think we get inoculated versions and storylines okay. yes. and narratives yes, yes, yes. that help us feel good about being an American. Uh-huh. Um, and the more that we uncover there, the more unsettling it is. I believe that. Uh, yes. And that we're just as like, we're just like any other power. Um, we we claim that power and we took it and some people were exploited and oppressed and misused mm-hmm. um, to gain that power mm-hmm. and some of our wars have been fought over power instead of like morality or justice yes, yes. Um, that that's all very unsettling to me as yes, well yes um, I'm saying that there is a uh, the unknown I think is what's going to stir mm-hmm. Americans and this just this age old we're number one mm-hmm. attitude that is that is um, I was going to say, hey, wake up. That's mm-hmm. unfounded. Mm-hmm. And it's changing. It is going to change in your lifetime. And how are you going to behave? Are you going to are you going to insist upon war? Are you gonna are you gonna, you know, be the person who says well, I hope not. Yeah, I mean oh gosh. I um yeah, we need we need good leadership. I, I oh, feel yeah. like we, we have had such horrible leadership. Mm-hmm. Um and this this president, um 
Xi Jinping is, uh, I think that's how you say it. Xi, yeah. uh-huh. Xi Jinping, yeah. He is, he is a very capable man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, anyway, um, any more thoughts on that? Not particularly. I, I don't, it's not a surprise to me. I've been thinking about these things. I don't, I, some of the deep dive you did on China and Taiwan, I'm not familiar with some of those statistics. But the idea that the United States is in decline, I, I see that all around. Yeah. And that, yeah. honestly, that doesn't bother me that much. Well, does it bother you that that China has um, that is known for lying, that it's known for espionage, that it's known for hacking into our systems, that it sends people here under the guise of getting an education and they're they're stealing information? Does any of that bother you? Oh, sure. Yeah. But, well, I mean, so it's like for us to decline means that they are going to be on the on they're going to be number one. And what does that mean for the world? That's the question. Yeah, and I don't know what that means. Um, I don't know. I'm. Uh, what is that worse than the United States with the atrocities that the United States has done being in charge? I, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. Well, yeah, I don't know if it's better or worse. Okay, uh, it's <laughs> that's kind of what I'm. I don't yeah, know. It's it's different. It's different. It's uh-huh. not democracy, and maybe as I said earlier, maybe there's some good things about uh, what China's been able to do. For society versus our indulgence. So, for example, raising people out of poverty. That's a good thing. Yeah, but I still want freedom. I still want freedom. I, yeah, they they have cameras everywhere. Their people are, they are under surveillance. Yeah. I mean, they're they're not in a free state at all. True. I don't want that. I don't want that for anyone. I don't want it for the Taiwanese or uh, Australians or any of the neighbors of China. I want China to stay in China. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now that makes sense to me. Yeah. But it's but uh, uh, <laughs> it's inevitable, is it not? It's inevitable that an indulgent society, a decadent society, is going to be in decline. Yeah. Okay. And so, given that, I mean, w- let's do our best to change things. I suppose to slow the decline, to be salt in in a world that preserves, you know, whatever, so the decay as it's happening. But is is the United States decaying? I don't know how you could argue it's not because of what you're talking about. We're, we're, we're playing in false worlds and everyone's trying to find a way not to work. And because of our economy, there's lots of ways not to work. And so we got tons of people who were just living on money that was made a long, long time ago. And we don't have to work. And so we're not building our society. And, you know, we got bad, we got poor leadership. We've got you know all these kind of things. It's it's inevitably falling. That that doesn't bother. I mean, I wish it wasn't the case, but it doesn't. I'm not afraid. This is this is the way things are, and Christians have endured. Uh, his kingdom is forever. Yeah, I think you're not afraid because maybe you're thinking that we'll just kind of um, like Britain, like the UK, just kind of fall back in, but still live our our lives the way they are. All right. Well, not necessarily. That might happen, or we might get to the place where we, you and I, have to go to the salt mines. I'm not happy about that. I'm definitely not happy about that. The Lord, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm more than just not happy about I, it. Yeah, I okay. hear you. I hear you. <laughs> like, it, I don't want to do that. Uh, I mean, forced manual labor. That's awful. That sounds really, really bad. That sounds uh, oppressive and horrific. And I don't know if that's going to happen. I hope that it doesn't. I don't know what influence I could have over whether that's my future or not. Yeah. Well, um, I don't know if we have much influence over anything. 
Fair enough. Uh, but we're here talking about it. And, and, we're, and we're trying and we, to. Yeah, we, yeah. We, our, little, our little, you know, probably useless vote um, <laughs> that we offer, you know, when it's time to vote. And we... My vote is always going to be against war and for people working more. Yeah. yeah. To, to build their communities. Yeah. Yeah. But you see how sticky this is. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For I sure. Mean, if you're the president representing the country uh-huh. and you know the country is going to decline... Um, it, there's something fatalistic, I think, in the way that you're expressing that. Okay. Um, as far as being salt and light, like, what? Yeah. How would you inspire the people to, uh, to you know, to work? How would you? Yeah, I would try. I, so I'm not a politician. Okay, yeah, me neither. Okay, and uh, fear mongering isn't the answer, by the way, because I think that leads to the the war I case mean, scenario. You know, that may be what I'm, what I'm feeling and pushing back on you. It seems to me that. that you're, you are promoting, or maybe you sound like other people who are promoting some fear mongering, and I and I want to push back against that. Yeah, but I also hear. So. I, also I, hear I think you I'm trying to nuance that, that. Yeah. Okay. Fair yeah, enough. Fair enough. Because it it's it is very concerning. Yeah, I do not sure. want to live with cameras everywhere and them telling me what food I can eat or whatever. I agree. I, I don't want that at all. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I don't want to work in a sweatshop ever. Yes. Yeah. I I agree. I, I think that that's right. Um. I'm sorry. What was your question? Uh, so yeah, <laughs> um, you, you got to make a decision. You're the world leader. Oh yes, you got to yes, make yes. a decision about Taiwan. You need to tell your people something. You know uh, how to behave. Um, you can't tell the the nation. Hey, guess what, guys? Uh, we got to roll over here and let China take the world stage. I don't think that's the 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 message. But it can't be uh, get ready for war. I don't think that's the you know what I'm saying like right. what's so the I message? Would, I would want to um, put a lot more resources into our State Department in diplomacy than we currently have now. That is yeah. not the main that you know we're, we put so much emphasis in terms of our foreign policy. Our foreign policy is almost exclusively like a, a massive, massive military, and then okay, so you have to listen to what we say because we yeah. have our military. But I, I would want to put more into those kind of humanitarian efforts and then also to the State Department and that kind of – and then uh, encouraging policies that would put people to work and to utilize um, technology in ways that are helpful and then uh, get people to work more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Work more in their communities. Work in their communities, yeah. I would love for anyone in China who's listening to this podcast – by the way – uh, there are people in other countries listening to this podcast. Yes, that's right. It was ranked ninth in Azerbaijan. <laughs> yes, it was. That's right. And and every week we I get an update. Um, we get an update in the Hopper Podcast at gmail dot com from whoever ranks podcasts. Yeah. That in Azerbaijan we're like super popular in in spirituality yeah. and religion. <laughs> if you know, if you know the answer as to why China wants Taiwan so badly. And would that be enough, or is there a global agenda, mm. a communist agenda? Mm. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah. Yeah, I want to hear that. Yeah. Or maybe someone in our intelligence, they're not going to share that with us. Um. <laughs> they're listening to this <laughs> yeah. podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we've we've said his name <laughs> once or twice. So, the, so <laughs> That's right. It's, it's gone off in some of our own spine, espionage, <laughs> monitoring. Yeah. Oh, man. Or maybe with, with uh, Xi Jinping's name being mentioned. That's what then, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Well, now you've said it three times. So we got ours. But then also, yeah, there's folks in China that are listening to this. Okay, so uh, if, you, if you're listening to us from China because we said uh, his name, then, then uh, write to us at thehopperpodcast at gmail.com and, yeah. and let us know uh, 
we, we think that what China's doing has done some amazing things and some really disturbing things. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's enough for now. Very good. Let's keep moving forward, working hard and r- building bridges. Hey, this is Dave with the Hopper Podcast. If you can't find a politician or media outlet that represents your views, you're not alone. You've got a home right here. We've broken free from the cultural and political narratives that dominate the landscape. There are more of us than you might realize. So help us grow the Hopper Podcast. Find your favorite episode and click the share button and put it on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or somewhere else. Thanks. Hey, Willie, let's do another episode of Bad Toys. Bad Toys. Terrible Toys. So this is uh, the day after Christmas. Yeah. Lots of kids got toys. I wonder if they got any like this one. Okay, which one? From the 1950s. Okay. The Atomic Energy Lab. Okay, sold by the same company that made the Erector set. Oh, I remember the Erector set, and yeah. And this one included some radioactive uranium ore. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so, you had the opportunity to uh yeah, to to perform all kinds of radioactive experiments, I guess. It was an atomic energy lab. How was that possible? Well, you know, I, I just don't know if they knew how dangerous this Maybe stuff so. was. Uh, chemistry sets were really popular back then, and so I guess this was a similar sort yeah, of like... It, it's so hard to believe. An, it's so hard to imagine. An atomic energy lab yeah, for because, kids. Because this is not like a common substance that you can just go get. No. Um, it must have been super expensive. Uh, it was uh, Well, apparently it was $50, which today would be about 10 times that. Wow. So okay. So $500 gift. So it was a super expensive gift. Yeah. Um, but... Still, golly. Yeah. What? What? what can, name a kid. I mean, just <laughs> what? 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 What kind of kid would want this gift? What kind of name would he have? Garth. Garth. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty. That's pretty crazy. Um, in the nineteen early nineteen fifties. Yeah. Worst wow. toys ever. For sure, for sure. Another another really bad one that I actually played with yeah. was a lawn darts. Oh, yeah, I remember those. Did you ever play with oh, lawn yeah, darts? Oh, well, yeah, I played with those. Yeah. So, the, so for the, for young people who aren't familiar with what it is, think about a like dart that you would play, darts that you would play in a pub or something. Yeah. With a, with a, it's a basically you know a, a sharp metal, okay, but much, much bigger. Yeah. Uh, that you could the whole idea outside. Imagine going out to like a yard and then you stick uh, like a hula hoop, um, uh-huh. you know, fifty feet away, and you throw this lawn dart way up in the air because it's super heavy, but it has the plastic fins. Yeah, and then it comes down. Try to get it in the hula hoop and right. see if you can get it. Comes right down on the point. Yes. Well, that's not an accident waiting to happen, is it? Man, and people would throw these things at each other, and then you throw it way uh-huh. up in the air, and but you meant to throw it fifty feet away, but it goes straight up and yeah. straight down. Which kids do all the time? Oh my god, they can't goodness. really judge those things well, and yeah, it's yeah. a weapon. Oh yeah, and if that hits you in the head, yeah, I mean, it was it was met- it wasn't it wasn't sharp like a needle, but it was it it would stick in oh, the yeah. ground. Oh yeah, and it was pointy and yeah. it was metal. Oh yeah, and the fins, the, you know, plastic fins would make it come down. Point side down. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, that was a bad idea. Yeah, but we played those at my grandparents' house. Oh, yeah. Uh, My grandfather had had a set of those, Mm -hmm. and... They, they, you can't buy those anymore. Yeah, we, we'd have like battles. I think we'd throw oh, across man. the yard at each other. Like we, we never used them as directed, you know? Yes. Oh, oh who would? Yeah. Yeah. Just, right, right, right. Cool. They're giving us weapons. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's a, here's a great one from 2018. Okay. It's called the Tub and Toot Doll. 
Okay, tub and toot. Tub and toot doll. It's a it's a doll that you're supposed to take in the bathtub, yeah. and uh, you you it'll toot, it'll fart in the tub. Okay, um, yeah. And and so I guess that's funny. You know, you you squeeze its belly and it farts in the tub and it makes bubbles. And sure, that, I guess know, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, uh, the, the I think the problem is that uh, that it encouraged kids to try to fart in the tub, uh-huh. and it uh, it didn't always work out that way. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Sometimes when kids try to fart in the tub. Uh, we try to squeeze one out. Yeah, to quote Eddie Murphy, and then a big brown shark came. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. You definitely don't want to encourage your kids to, to take chances with squeezing one out in the bathtub. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a toy that's going to encourage you to crap in the tub. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought about it before, but I'm thinking about it now. Isn't this fun? <laughs> oh, man. It's so good it would- miscalculating farts are funny and the kids especially like farts uh but it was got to be somebody that decided to to uh to design this toy who's never had kids before you know it's funny i i, I don't remember this one at all because i don't think it went very far no 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 <laughs> parents are like hold on i don't think so well and that's from uh, your kids were kind of grown they were they're were past sure. the doll stage yeah. uh you know when this came out well, there's. Do you remember um, the Cabbage Patch dolls? Of course. Yeah, they yeah. were they were huge. And a they big were fine. craze. That yeah. big craze in the 1980s. I didn't care for them. Did you not? Yeah. No. I thought that they were stupid, but my yeah. sister loved the Cabbage Patch yeah. dolls. She was just the right age for it, and man, she just really went nuts for it. This guy who signs their butts. What's wrong with that yeah. guy? Yeah, yeah, Xavier what? something. You know, anyway, why is he signing their butt? That's I don't, really yeah, strange. I don't know. And they were ugly too. I don't. Yeah, I, I mean, didn't get it. Babies aren't. Anyway, whatever. Uh, but they're trying to capitalize. In the 1990s, sure. they were trying to capitalize everything Cabbage Patch Dolls. Oh, yeah. It was a big, and stuff. big they deal. Kept, like, the original Cabbage Patch Dolls, I didn't like them. They signed their butt as weird, but it's fine. They're dolls, whatever. Mm-hmm. But they kept trying to roll out more and more and more stuff to capitalize on the money there. Well, in the 1990s, they had a Cabbage Patch Snack Time Kids doll. Okay. Where they packaged it uh, as a, with some plastic food, I guess like uh, celery sticks and a hamburger and a hot dog, and I don't know what all they had. But uh, the idea was that you would uh, get fake, this- Fake food. Fake food. Yeah. Plastic food. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. And so you stick this near the doll's mouth, and the and the doll's mouth had a mechanism in it that when it sensed that there was something there, the food uh-huh. was there, then it had a mechanism to draw the food into the mouth mm-hmm. as it was chewing, okay. you know, ostensibly chewing, <laughs> and then it would poop this out, you know, the other oh, side. Oh, boy. And, okay, so that's a nice idea, but- more, okay. more pooping. More pooping, yeah, yeah. But, well, then you could feed the, feed the, the carrot stick, the hot dog, back to the kid or whatever. Okay, the problem is- you get your finger it's, stuck in there. It's a doll that bites you. <laughs> you get your finger stuck in there, and it's draw when it's like uh, this this mechanical Mommy! teeth. <laughs> it won't let go. Yeah. And kids got like their hair stuck in there, and like it just and it, it they only went in one way. You couldn't pull it out. Yeah. Wilbur's biting me. Yeah. Oh my god! It was really dangerous. Actually, <laughs> they didn't people, sell them for very long. But I've never heard of that either. Yeah, that's a but, dangerous um, one. Uh, I could, would imagine that that. Hair would get caught in it, or yeah. you know, they're feeding it, and then and some girl's hair is you know, getting slowly pulled, get pulled, yeah. <laughs> pulled out of their head, and they don't realize it for a while if they got long hair, and then all of a sudden it starts to hurt real bad. And <laughs> got some real negative associations with yeah. the cabbage, they'll eat anything, yeah. <laughs> it's like your own Chucky doll, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it becomes your own you, Chucky doll, <laughs> cause you harm, bite you, <laughs> rip your hair out. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man.
Thanks for listening to the Hopper Podcast. Let's keep the conversation going about things that matter and things that don't. Write us at thehopperpodcast at gmail.com or record a short voice memo on your phone and send it to thehopperpodcast at gmail.com. Join us next time where we'll discuss adult diapers. Um, do you know a lot about that? I'm sure you do. I guess we'll find out. Well, someone needs to listen to this show. Be a pal. Share the Hopper goodness with them. Send them a link. And if they still don't listen, put a glitter bomb in their bedroom. Nice. Be sure to subscribe or follow. And our special thanks this week go to our activities coordinator, Dewey Hafta. Mr. Hafta.